Vegan Manly Man Podcast. What is going on, guys? You're listening to the Vegan Manly Man Podcast, and I'm your host, the one and only Jake Singer. Just kidding, there are actually tons of Jake Singers out there, but I'm probably the only vegan one that has a podcast. So, welcome. This show is sponsored by me, and I've put a lot of time and money into creating a platform where people can hopefully be inspired to make changes in their own life. With that being said, if you like the content of this episode, I ask only two things from you guys. One, share with a friend or a loved one who you think would enjoy the content. And two, leave me a short rating and review on your podcast streaming platform. It really helps the show reach out further. And with your help, together we can inspire more people to live happier and healthier lives. So, today I want to talk about something that has been a key factor to my growth in life, and that is resiliency. Resiliency. Noun. One, the power or ability to return to the original form, position, etc. after being bent, compressed, or stretched. Elasticity. Two, ability to recover readily from illness, depression, adversity, or the like. Buoyancy. Guys, I smile a lot even when I'm around miserable people. And some people think that I was just born an optimist and say, you don't understand. Bullshit, I do understand. I've spent entire days of my life staring at blank walls contemplating suicide. I am where I am today by my ability to crawl forward when life punches me in the mouth and throws me on the ground. Through everything I've been through, I've always decided to take the high road to recovery and progress. Life has only given me challenges to be able to cultivate the strength I carry today. Guys, this shit doesn't happen overnight. It takes years of deliberately training your mind to be in a strong mental state on a daily basis to be able to handle the challenges of life. But the key is to never quit. Always be resilient in your path and use your victories to then set the bar higher. The other day, I wanted nothing to do with the gym. I was tired and sore and just wanted to lay down and call it quits. But then I remember times when I was more tired and didn't even want to wake up wishing I was dead. So I went. I moved forward and I did what it took. I didn't even have to crawl because what used to be my crawl became a walk. And that walk became a jog. And now when life hits me hard, I get up and I fucking run. I did that. I cultivated the mindset to stop letting life happen to me. And I said, I'm the fucking man in control. So do I have days where I don't see the glass half full? Where my motivation is down the drain? Yes. Are you going to have them too? Yes. Does that mean you stop putting in the necessary work on that day and come back when you feel better? No. Those are the times where your strength is needed the most. That is resiliency. It's being able to stand in the mud and make bricks so that you can lay down a solid pathway to walk on later. If you stay in the mud, your life is going to suck. But if you can at least get back to that baseline, you will be able to walk a little further down the road where there are new opportunities and tools for growth. But you have to remember that you're going to fall back into that mud again, but the harder you work to keep laying bricks, the further down the road you will keep going instead of staying in the first mud pile and quitting because of circumstance. Embrace the pain, drag yourself an inch a day if you have to, but never relinquish control to your circumstances. That is called being resilient. I want to share with you guys the story of my resiliency over the years. 
Like I said, it didn't come easy, and this is something I had to learn after many years of cycling through pain, weakness, relinquishing control, gaining back my control, overcoming, and then succeeding. Growing up, I had it pretty good. I had a loving family and friends and opportunities to learn and grow. My first experience with pain came when I was 12 years old. Somebody very close to me tried to commit suicide, and for the first time in my life, I had to worry about something other than just being a kid. You know, when you're that young, you don't really know how to process pain or emotions yet, but luckily what I did have at that time was music. It was the first time I used music as a way to not only validate my feelings, but also somewhat release them in a cathartic way, and I still do that to this day. So then over the years, that same person went down a very dark path, and during my teenage years when I lived with him, he began using heroin. And if anyone has ever lived with an addict before, you know how much of a toll that takes on everybody close to that person. It really affected my parents as well, and so during my time in high school, I subconsciously found ways to escape home life uh, through my group of friends, thank God for them, and also with the girl I was dating at the time. I don't think I quite understood it at the time, but what was happening was a deeper feeling of almost feeling neglected by my family because of his heroin use. It's not that they didn't care for me, it's just that they had to put all the focus on him for obvious reasons or he would have ended up dead or in jail. I don't blame them for anything they did, but what it led to was being in my own head a lot. Unfortunately, during that time, I had a very young mindset and let my ego control a lot of things that I thought about and the actions I had with others. My self-confidence was not great because I was more or less trying to people-please my parents to stay out of the way. Uh, I didn't have much of my own identity. I was also in a relationship at the time with somebody who I knew was not right for me, but I stayed with her out of fear of being on my own uh, during all this. Unfortunately, that led to a lot of fighting and me not treating her the way she deserved. Um, but a lot of these stressors continued to build up in my life. And by the time I went to college and eventually was on my own, I found myself at my all-time highest weight of 230 pounds, no muscle. I was eating ice cream and pizza almost every day and coming home after class, just playing video games until late into the night. And I wasn't happy. That was the first time I decided to take my health into my own hands and make a change in a positive direction. I shifted my eating habits to an extreme. I went to the gym almost every day. I ended up actually getting really lean, but in an unhealthy way. And my mindset was still fucked up through all of this. During the same time, I had another shift in thinking, but this one was a little more monumental. I always did well in school, but I found myself hating the college life and had no idea what I wanted to study for. What I did know is that I had a passion for music. I decided to drop out of school and start a band to pursue my dreams of being a musician. Me and my best friend literally took an idea sitting around a campfire with a couple of songs and grew it into a full band eventually touring the country in a van and trailer playing shows in a new state every day. It was an incredible experience and opened me up so much more to things that truly resonated with me. Eventually, everything came to a crashing halt and this is where life really decided to punch me in the face. Everything I had worked for and the band fell apart in a matter of a few weeks and I was more or less cornered to make the decision to give it all up. 
my relationship with the same girl I had been seeing since high school for six years finally came to its end, uh, leaving me with my worst fear of being alone. And at the same time, I decided to move out of my parents' house and live my own for the first time. So what happened? Life up until this point had its challenges, but never really threw me down too hard. And that's because I had some great security blankets that I put my identity into. My relationship, my band, and the house I grew up in for over 20 years. All of those things simultaneously vanished and I was left with the thought of, I'm alone, I don't know who I am, I don't know what I want, and I don't know what my purpose for living is. I was stripped bare to the bones and all of a sudden all my insecurities and things that I had put away for so many years sat down front and center in my brain and there was literally no escaping it. So how the fuck do you think I felt? I felt like a nobody and I absolutely could not handle the pain. So I turned to what I knew could numb it, which was getting drunk and high every day for four months. My schedule literally consisted of waking up, laying in bed until I could manage to get up, going to work, going to the gym, the only healthy habit I had at the time and probably because it subconsciously kept me from killing myself, acting as an antidepressant and then getting drunk and high, eating shitty food, and watching Netflix until 5 in the morning. I did this literally every day for months. It got to the point where I was at my parents' house one day, and I just went upstairs, and I stared at a blank wall for hours. I didn't even have any thoughts in my mind. I was so mentally drained and numb to all the pain that the idea of even thinking about it would send me into an anxiety attack. And so I thought nothing at all. That was my rock bottom. I no longer wanted to live because the build-up pain I had of losing everything I had known was so strong that I could not bear to face it. You might be thinking that my story isn't that bad, and compared to many, it's not. But it was real, and it was how I felt, and that is something I could not fake. So obviously, I couldn't go on living like this every day, and finally, I sought out professional help. I don't even think it was the therapy itself that helped me, but... It gave me an opportunity to think of my own solution. And one night after getting really fucked up, I remember this voice just came over me in my head and said, enough. That was it. Call it divine intervention. Call it the therapy making me think different thoughts. But whatever it was called me to action and I began to literally claw and crawl my way forward every day. Eventually, I ended up meeting this girl who was going through similar things and we found solace in each other and then temporarily parted ways but after that i took myself on a solo travel trip up to vermont and i gave myself time to think outside of the toxic environment i had been in and i came to understand how this incredible amount of pain i had been dealing with was all a precursor to the tremendous amount of growth i was experiencing i was able to look back for the first time and understand that I had to face my demons and release them to uncover my true self. I had finally let myself feel the emotions as deep as they could go and I let them run their course and then use their pain to accelerate me into a better new life. I had a clean slate and a clean mind and started exploring the world and finding my actual identity that was not muddled by people or objects that I had placed it in. Instead, I began to listen to that actual person who I was at my deepest core. The next few years after this wasn't all smooth sailing, but what I had done is built a baseline of happiness, which is something I could always return to. 
I found myself slipping into similar situations through future heartbreak, overwhelming anxiety about the state of the world, and whatever else life wanted to throw at me. But this time I was armed with the knowledge of knowing that everything was happening for me to become stronger. Despite how much pain I was in, I could grit and bear through it like I did before, armed with new tools and a stronger mindset to get me back to that baseline happiness. And what ended up happening is that baseline kept rising higher because what once were the big challenges in life appeared much more smaller. And what was once my crawl became a run. And now I sit today in the strongest place I've ever been mentally, ready for the next challenge that comes my way. The point of this whole story is to understand the power of getting knocked down but rising up every single time. The day you quit is the day your life ends because this game of life does not end until the day we die. You can either choose to get up, embrace the pain, find strength, set the bar higher and repeat, or you can let life sit your ass down until you have no life at all. Those are the options. There is no middle road because the middle road is a miserable life. Find your resiliency, and I promise you, you will find life. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. If you are somebody who is looking to find resiliency in your life or just needs help establishing a strong foundation from which to grow, head over to theveganmanlyman.com and click Level Up on the homepage. You are never alone in your journey, and help can always be given to those who ask. My name is Jake Singer, and this is the Vegan Manly Man Podcast.